You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply take one Knock, knock. Who this? Receiving a dream and we can't believe you thought I'd fucking podcast. It's podcast. We're so glad you're listening to it. We would never listen to it. I don't even want to listen to it to edit it. I don't even want to wake up in the morning. Receiving a dream and we're in the room. Off to the races. Hello, Stephen. How are you? Off to the races. Off to the races. Stephen, I've missed you. I haven't seen you in three months. More. Look at my my child um, is all grown up. Hi, honey. Hello. Your hair is longer. It is. I need a haircut, but. I. When did we even last catch up, Nadia Quinn? That doesn't count. I mean, these podcasts just are, we go right into the, the, the meat I know, but now. that's like the last time we touched base. Like, that's just kind of the benchmark since I last saw you, Queen. Yeah. Well, here I am. I've been working my ass off, so I haven't seen a you lot of people. Of jobs. Yeah. A lot of people have lost jobs and I gained seven, so I'm thankfully busy. Uh, you know, make make it work for you. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to make it work. Make it work. Like Tim Gunn always says, make it work. Um, speaking of jobs that I've picked up, I know I briefly mentioned this, I think, on our last podcast, but I am producing a new show on Broadway On Demand, which is like a cute B-O-D. little... <laughs> B.O.D. Yeah, you know me. It's... We've decided that it's kind of a scrappy clip show throwing together all kinds of theater fan media that's on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook and YouTube and all that kind of stuff. And it's called Broadway Fanatic and it is hosted by Laura Haywood, who is a theater queen? If you if you know Broadway, you probably know Laura Haywood because she is at Broadway Girl NYC and has made a, a little fan base for herself as well. So it's been really fun She's to work with her. 
Yeah. She's great. She's everywhere. She knows everyone. God, she's so savvy. Like, I know I have a Broadway podcast. Like, here we are doing it. But she right. she really knows Broadway. So, yeah, if uh, you want to download the Broadway On Demand app, there's an app. If you want to go to the Broadway On Demand website, there's a website. And then our show is Broadway Fanatic. It's a BOD original. They, they have you put in your, um, your birth date. They just want to make sure you're, like, old enough to, like, watch content. It's kind of like Netflix, but it's totally free. Um, so enjoy. There's a lot of great content on there. Get into it. Yeah. Miss Producer. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. And then what else is happening? I went on vacation. You went to New Hampshire. I went to New Hampshire. I visited. It looked beautiful. How was the weather? The weather was gorgeous. Of course, like when we were packing, it said that there were going to be thunderstorms every day. But New England is like, I don't trust it unless I'm in this exact same hour because it's all false it's all fake news but one of the best things that happened was we were hiking in a place called flume gorge flume Flume gorge we went to the flume and it was so gorgeous i thought there'd be more flumes (laughs) it looked like like an asian rainforest and it was cold down there because it's like a mitro micro habitat a micro environment what is it called? A micro, micro habitat? Yeah, whatever. Um, but it was like waterfalls and uh, it was just mm, gorge. It was really an actual beautiful. gorge. But we were hiking up and I see a guy with a Hello Dolly National Tour T-shirt on in the depths of New Hampshire, and I freaked out. I didn't ask him if he was actually in it. But aren't those shirts given to people who were in the company? Where, like, like it says National Tour? Yeah, it was Hello, Dolly, and then National Tour underneath. They don't sell those, like, National Tour. Uh, they sell what the Broadway shows sell, as for the I, merch. Yeah, I, I've seen tour merch for big tours. Like, uh, like when Wicked mm. had a sit-down in L.A., there was L.A.-specific. Lion King has had location-specific. Okay, I'm just not sure I've ever seen, like, National Tour called out, unless it's a company member. Usually, like, the company shit is up here. It's usually, like, an embroidered fleece, or, like, one of those... Eduardo! One of those, like, uh, 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 athleisure running tops with the thumb holes and the zipper. Right, right. Okay, we need need some kind of, I don't know... Ask Haley Pachoon. Genius. Ask who? Haley Pachoon. Haley Pachoon! Anyway, so I got my lobster roll. I got my Ooh, was it so good? Yes. I got my socially distanced outdoor seating on a lake. I got a lake float with a pool noodle. I got my hike. I got my nature walks every day. I went for three-mile walks every day. Um, And I got my nephew time because we're best friends. Perfect. He's he's obsessed so with the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme song, so he has great taste. Ugh. I can't wait to meet him. I know you're gonna love. He has a face for days. Wallace. He's no longer a Wallace. 
he was in that picture. He that was. He me. was a Wallace for like maybe a he month. He can or turn two. it on. He can turn it on. He used to look like Wallace Shawn, and now he looks like Charlie Bucket. <laughs> you know, of Willy Wonka fame. Oh, I'm familiar. Well, Dana, that's probably important to acknowledge that you and I had our three-year podcast anniversary on the 20th of June. 20th. You're so good with anniversaries. I'm really good with dates. You're really good with dates, like in a weird, creepy way. Um, But that is also uh, my anniversary with my partner because our podcast trailer is what ultimately brought us together. Um, so we had pizza shipped in. Well, I had pizza shipped in as a surprise from Chicago, from Lou Malnati's. So we had some Chicago deep dish pizza, um, for our anniversary and it was delicious. And one of them was in the shape of a heart. How cute are you? Whose idea was that? Mine, bitch. That's very thoughtful. It was delicious. And it was deep dish? Yeah, highly recommend. You can go to tasteofchicago.com and have pizzas and other Chicago fare delivered to you. Is this a Stevens coupon corner? Did you find a coupon? I, I didn't find a coupon. I don't think I've received any coupons. Damn it. Because obviously I'm now on the mailing list. I think I actually just unsubscribed because I wasn't getting coupons. I thought if they send coupons regularly, like right. maybe this could be a fun thing to do once a season. Um, oh, Dana, it's starting to rain and you're going to hear every raindrop on my AC. Um, so that's the pizza story. Speaking of stories, I am watching a lot of new stories that are new to me and old to everybody else on the planet. Right. Everybody else on the planet. But they've all fallen into my lap at once and I feel they each deserve... A shout out. The first and most obvious, and the one that our friend Natalie has been trying to get me to watch for actual years Parks and Recreation. Oh my god! You had never seen Parks and Rec? Correct. Oh dear. All right. I'm so going to buckle on in We're gonna loving... be here for quite a while, folks. I, I'm super loving. Um, my Pawnee kids. Yeah. Do you love Rashida we, Jones? Oh, I love, I love everybody. Yeah. April makes me laugh so hard. Why do they all hate Jerry so much? Jerry is my dad. Jerry's Wayne. Duh. Duh. Yeah. Jerry Gergich. It's so good. Can I tell you the episode we just watched? It made me laugh. We just watched. Please. Um, It is the one where... Uh, Leslie gets the flu, but she really wants to go to this meeting so that the Harvest Fest can happen. So she takes too many drugs. She hoards the drugs from everyone else in the hospital, goes, gives a perfect speech, and then is completely insane again on her drugs. And Amy Poehler is so perfect. She's a queen. In her delivery. It just it floods my heart yeah. with joy. Um, number two, American Horror Story. Ryan Murphy Productions are often hit or miss for me. I really loved Feud. Right, it's like a TJ Maxx. 
Like, yeah, it's like intermittent. Glee was not my jam. Hollywood did not turn out to be my jam, but I am digging the American Horror Story. It's very repertory theater. Yes. Which I love. I think it's a really cool way to, like, revive that kind of troupe, that kind of uh, mm-hmm. company. Um, He's and a lady a, watcher. So, He's a lady lover. And I love yeah. him for that. Thank he has you. the lens. He has the lens. So it's been cool. I don't think I'm going to watch all of them. A couple of them either just don't sound interesting to me or sound too scary. I don't have a huge threshold, but like I loved Coven because it's witches. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kathy Bates is a raging racist. And love that I mean, for her. I mean, especially to watch that now is just so. Um, I don't know. It was a lot. It was a lot. Um, and then we did the Asylum one, which was a whole like different kind of spooky, really mm-hmm. gnarly. Um, and now we're doing the Freak Show, starring our friend Kathy Deitch. <gasps> Kathy Deitch, Kathy Deitch, Kathy Deitch. I am loving the politician, and I loved it before. You love it. Bette Midler and Judith Light showed up in the first season, the last episode. I really dig the story and the vibe. (laughs) It's so twisted. It's so twisted. Some of it doesn't make sense, but whatever. Um, And then when, you know, Bette Midler and Judith Light arrive, we are balls to the wall. The second season is bananas. And I highly, highly endorse the politician. God, thank you, Ryan Murphy, for that. As we enter election season. Yeah, I love it. And Gwyneth Paltrow, God, what a shiny, bright, wonder star of a woman. She's great in it. Hmm. She's cold as fuck. Cool. Yeah. I've gone on a few FaceTime dates. What? What? I was going to ask about that, but I didn't know if you wanted to talk about it on air. Oh, I can get vulnerable. How has that been? Like, I know that you love not having to leave the house, first of all. (laughs) I love not having to go to Cubbyhole, which is two hours away, and then having to stumble back, you know, whenever I leave. Um, Mm -hmm. How do I like it? I don't know. It's weird. I still haven't met this person in real life. So... How long ago was date one? Maybe... Two months? I would say maybe a month and a half. And then we both had vacations just now. So it's very weird because I'm very, I'm a, I'm okay. Happy pride. I'm a demisexual, which Google it. It's kind of like you need a, an emotional connection. Like one night stands are not for me. That's not anything that I care about. I don't get it. I'm giving you some rainy window ambiance. Keep going. Okay, um, so anyway, I need, like, real-life connection, and I, I still, I have no idea if, like, the chemistry is there. It's really hard to tell via FaceTime. Real-life connection. Stop it. No, I mean, but totally, like, we do via FaceTime. I, I hear you. I just need step um, two. Are there I need plans step two. To, are there plans to socially distant the same bench or the same like, side of <laughs> same the street. Same bench. 
I think so. It depends on how that happens, because I certainly don't want to take a train. I'm not doing that. I, I was going to ask, I know I that. can walk to Queens. I know I can walk to Queens via the Queensboro Bridge. Can you walk to Queens across 125th, or would you have to get on an M6? I think I can walk to Harlem. I know there's a bike yeah, path. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, cool. I didn't there's know that. There's a bike path, yeah. To go Harlem to Queens. Yeah, I think Natalie I was like, maybe I'll come Bronx. to Astoria. It's like, all right. Well, I was thinking about it. Yeah, I have a bike. I just need to get it tuned up. Sorry, you guys. This is so Oh, well, then so you boring. come to me, bitch. I don't know how to ride it. <laughs> I literally don't know what to do when I turn out of my driveway. I don't know what side of the road to be on. I don't know if I have to use these weird arm signals. There are rules to the road. Apparently, I can't well, I ride a bike on rules. a sidewalk. You are about to hear a lovely conversation with our friend Jay Harrison G. However, the top of it got a little lost to history due to some technical issues, but like there's still plenty that was salvageable, so we wanted to bring you that, but um, we missed our whole like moment in time at the beginning, so we wanted to record that just Dana and I because we could use the catch-up. It was kind of a happy accident to, um, you know, carve out this time to catch to catch in, to catch up, and check in with my friend. We hope you enjoyed Jay Harrison G, who was about to open in Mrs. Doubtfire right when COVID hit. And he talks three a little previews. bit about that. Yeah, three previews in. He had starred as Lola in Kinky Boots on Broadway. I saw him twice. <laughs> Did you? I never got to see him on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was a dream. He was also in the National Tour. Dream. And we could have talked to him for hours. And perhaps after all of this subsides, you know, in 10 years, we'll go to his apartment and have a real kiki. Yeah, he's so fun to kick it with. Like, I would love to um, have a follow-up with him when we can actually... Uh, breathe the same air because he's a viber he's a viber he's a viber he's vibrant that sounds terrible vivacious he's great i love his energy and he talks about his energies at length and we hope you enjoy jay harrison g hey dana (gasps) Hey, Steven! Welcome back. <laughs> we are in so many rooms at the same time. We're in so many rooms, and we brought Jay Harrison G with us. Oh, she's here. She's here. Oh. What is it? Like this dusty rose wall? Oh, yeah. It's just a textured moment, you know? The, the, <laughs> the yeah. undercolor is called Funny Face, um, much like uh, the movie. Yes. I yes. love an undercolor. You know, and then, I, and then I sponged a metallic finish on top. Yes. Oh, we did some sponging. Ooh. She's an HGTV finish, girl. Sponge okay, fully HGTV since I was a child, okay? Hey, yeah. hey, this is a property, brother. And that's our show. <laughs> so where are we all at? I am vacationing eh, 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 in New Hampshire with the fam. 
I'm still in Washington Heights, reporting to you from the same vanity. <laughs> okay, listen, I'm in Washington Heights as well. Yes. Yes. I didn't know we were neighbors. Yeah, 177 in Broadway. All right, 193. Okay. Mm, the that's... bridge is right in the middle. Yeah, yeah. This is our first episode back after taking a brief hiatus because um, the world's on fire and we needed to bring our buckets of water. I mean, did we though? I mean, we could we could also just let it burn right quick, and then like let let the ashes fall where they fall, and then let the phoenix rise from there. You know, That's let's right. be clear. Let's burn it to the ground. Let's just not burn each other to the ground. Yes, let's not burn each other. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Come on. So it's what are we all doing? What are we all doing? I was lucky enough to get out because my parents picked me up. <laughs> the best. Clo- as close to teleportation as possible. Uh, I, I did my big thing now is I, I discovered Superstore and every night I get to watch two episodes of Superstore starring America Ferrera and it is the funniest television I've ever seen. Superstore. I'm know. not kidding. I I weep, I wheeze, I howl every single episode. Oh. It has become the nightcap uh that gets me through the rest of the day. It's the thing I look forward to most. Are we no. sponsored by Superstore? That, I was uh, like, nine <laughs> shoppers. <laughs> what platform is this on? It's on Hulu. Okay. Superstore. I can't stop. It's just, it's good writing. It's good writing. Okay. Were, they, were they like, oh, like Parks and Recreation, like workplace comedies, let's make a store version of that is it that yeah, kind of let's, thing let's make a television show about uh what it might be like to work at walmart jay what are you what are you what's getting you through these times right now um i am doing my best to just remain at peace and what's keeping me through that is i play dress up here and there um i you know yes, i've do. been doing a pride series on instagram and I was going to say addressing all the chakras yes, and yeah, 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 your yeah. energies. I'm loving it. Thank you. Yeah, it's been something that like I, you know, of course, I'm, I'm doing for myself to remind myself of the energy I need to connect to and then also sharing that information with other people. So you're a crunchy queen. <laughs> crunchy queen. Yeah. I, I need to, we, last podcast episode we had our human design read which addressed all of the chakras ah which are open which are closed yes your human design get into it nadia quinn it was amazing it was so real oh we were red (laughs) to our bare bones (laughs) red to filth no this is the worst now you're all breaking okay wait hold on oh sure Okay, now we're clear. Okay, never mind. This is so our podcast. Listen, the <laughs> it is. story of my life. Story of my life, searching uh, for the right. That used to be my ringtone. I had a whole Rihanna-themed phone for a minute. Oh, wow. One of my Blackberries was just every ringtone was a Rihanna. The wallpaper was like a swoop bang. It was, oh, it was good. I miss that. Jay. Yes. You were in previews with a brand new musical. Yes. And then a quarantine was imposed. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, t- 
tell me, we, we've only spoken to one other uh, person at a show that was in this process, but not from um, a, a performer standpoint. So I'm, I'm very curious to know um, what, what those first couple of weeks were like and what it looks like for you and your beautiful work family now. I mean, for me, the first few weeks, I, for myself, I will speak as an individual. I was like, huh, a moment to breathe. We were told we had a few weeks and I was like, great, I can go sit down for a minute because we had just done our out of town in Seattle. And then I came back and was in a workshop for another show for a month and then right back in rehearsals for Doubtfire. So it was like, I've just been on the go. So it was a moment to like breathe. And I luckily was in a good place in my spirit for myself Mm -hmm. and I could enjoy the first few weeks. And then the universe was like, hey, how about the world just look at itself, really? Let's dig deep here. And we dug deeper. And so now we're unpacking yeah. a lot of things. <laughs> In so yes. many ways. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you mentioned it very briefly, but the show is Mrs. Doubtfire, which we yes. all love. And we were yes. so excited to see it, starring Rob McClure. Um, man. That man is incredible. And yeah every bit of his existence and he's fantastic in the show and we were again three previews into broadway and then quarantine was like no go sit out and what Um, role were you what role were you i'm playing andre who from the movie is aunt jack um so i am doubtfire's brother-in-law yes Uh, yeah my husband in the show is uh brad oscar and hilarious brad oscar oh my god we get to create doubtfire and we were creating some fun magic before we left i can't wait to see it jay oh it's full (laughs) shenanigans like all all that you expect from the movie we give you all of that but then you know even my character people are like well who's andre you know from the movie so they're like what everything is fleshed out more and you get more fullness from everything and everyone. And we just show you what people will do to be with their family. Um, Dana, you were going to ask a question. I was going to ask, what is the update with Mrs. Doubtfire at this given moment? At this given moment, we're still waiting like the rest of Broadway. Um, The speculation, as far as we know, is nothing's happening until January at the earliest. Um, But that's not official from our end. So we're just Mm -hmm. sitting and waiting. Sure, sure. I remember I read, I feel like it was pretty early on in quarantine, um, your choreographer, Lauren Lataro, kind of, uh, not kind of, did uh, rework the whole show with social distance choreography yeah. in mind and staging in mind, uh, which I think is so interesting. And I know that, you know, we haven't seen it yet, so we can't speak to that, but um I, I guess my question is, what, have those conversations been happening? Are you guys doing Zoom rehearsals? Were you and have you slowed down? Um, yeah, no, we we haven't done any Zoom rehearsals. Um, we did uh, three weeks and three days after we were quarantined was supposed to be our official opening. Um, and we did um, a yeah. Zoom run through of the show that day. But other than that, we haven't done any rehearsing or any uh, work towards the show as a company. I know that, you know, like Lauren said, she's done some work. The writers have done work in their fields. And um, Jerry Zaks is always 
emailing and checking in with us to let us know he's ready to get back to work, but we haven't come together as a company. It's so hard to even imagine. Um, it's just, it's hard to imagine. And yeah. I know that it's been happening since March and it should not be news at yeah. this point that waiting for Broadway to reopen yeah. is hard. But when we start to really talk about it, it just blows my mind. It blows my mind that this is where we are. Yeah, you can't really look back historically and say, well, what did they do in 1990, right, right. blah, when Broadway closed, you know? So it's kind of like you, we are at this very moment in a no man's land, just kind of what? Yeah, I, I feel for all of the performers and musicians and backstage crew and people who do PR for the shows. I mean, it's just, it's so huge. No. Broadway is huge. Theater I mean, is huge. We're attracted to the arts because of its healing powers. I mean, yeah. that's such a huge part of it for me at least. Um, and it, I can't heal through theater right now. So uh, a lot of this time is also learning other ways to soothe. Uh, <laughs> Which brings us back to Superstore. <laughs> just kidding. Which, can we talk about America Ferrera and Superstore? <laughs> You're, I mean, you, it'll have to just be you because yeah. I don't think I, Jay nor I have seen. I know nothing of the Superstore. I don't think anyone's seen it. So before Mrs. Downfire, you had done numerous takes of, I mean, you did the national tour of Kinky yes. Boots and Broadway Kinky yeah. Boots as Lola. And uh, I would say, dare I say, you made history being the first established actual drag queen instead of being, you know, an actor who takes on yeah, the role yeah. of a drag queen. Um, and that is very impressive. And I want to hear all about that audition where you just like, hey, guys, I'm a drag queen. I got this. My story is very similar. Thank you for the role. Like, what was your audition? <laughs> I wish it was like that. Um, I, funny <laughs> enough, I, it, I was going into Telsey for uh, Motown. I was in, in the office just doing a regular call for Motown and I dropped off a headshot resume and a cover letter to Justin Huff, just expressing my experience with drag and my connection to the show and my, you know, wanting to be considered for the tour. Um, and I guess they thought I was still out of town and they were like, Hey, can you get us this video by Thursday? And I was like, sure. And then they were like, Hey, can you come in this weekend? And we're doing final callbacks for angels. Um, and, by the end of the weekend, I was in in full drag and they were like, you know, yeah, come in in full drag. And I pulled this red sequin leotard out of my bag and Jerry Mitchell and Justin Huff were like, where did you get that? And I was like, it was in my closet. And they just, you know, pulled out my blonde Beyonce hair. I was like, here we go. Let's go. What's what's the combo? Um, and that was my, yes. that started the process of my audition. And yeah, then I... God, and your voice fits it so well. I mean, I've just been like inhaling videos of you doing Lola. <laughs> like it's just the what you can do with your voice. Oh, it's so juicy. It's so luscious. I love it. It's, I mean, there's Thank gospel you. in there. There's real Thank soul. You. I grew up that. in church. My dad's a pastor in North Carolina. That is definitely where, I, mm. you know, where it comes from. And, you know, let Billy Porter tell it. And he was like, just hire a black church sissy and you're good. 
Lola will be fine. What was your experience transitioning from going on the road with Lola into the New York company? Was that an easy transition because you knew your job, just a different building? Or was yeah. it, um, did it present a whole new batch um, of challenges? It was it was good on a lot of levels because, yes, it was the same job, just moving buildings and, and being more, you know, solid and in one place. But also a lot of people I got to work with on tour had transitioned to the Broadway company. So it really felt like mm-hmm. home and I just kind of like had more people to play with. And um, it was it was very easy. And that company there, it, it doesn't matter where you go in the world with Kinky Boots specifically, at least in my experience, it all feels like the exact same family, whether you go to the West End, whether you go to Japan, like it's, mm-hmm. you know those people. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you're Trish. You're, yep, I know exactly who you are. <laughs> Jerry yeah. is so good at that when he is casting, when he chooses who he wants to work with. Um, he, he knows how to get the right people in the right room. Yeah. What else can you say? And that, that was your Broadway yes. debut debuting as like the principal don't even get me started like it's the one time in my life i've also ever actually been speechless jerry mitchell told me himself that they wanted to bring me to broadway and i just fell out in his arms i truly just like had no words and i was like sure like yeah but sure i'll just casually go be lola on broadway what yeah little did you know um you know rock stars okay coming in to play with you and Madison Square yeah, Garden, yeah. you know, little small bucket list um, yeah. items. Do you? I know that you've you did high maintenance. Yes, yes. Because I remember you and Natalie both did it. Different episodes. No, we were though, on right? the same episode. Same one. Season two, episode ah! one. Um, just for the listeners, a high maintenance is on HBO and is one of our favorite shows on this platform. Yeah. Duh. That was my first uh, TV TV experience. Okay, well, it wasn't because it's not TV, it's HBO. Well, same difference. You're not, you're not in me. First of all. You're not in me. Just jumping into the deep end. Uh, right out the gate, yeah, just, Jay. Just a cash how, HBO moment. Do you, do you want to do more TV? Did you like that medium? I did. Or, I, did. Uh, I enjoyed it. And from there, I, I'm also on a Netflix series called Raising Dion, um, which I'm a recurring mm-hmm. character. And it's a sci-fi drama uh, about a single mom raising a little boy with superpowers. Uh, and it's, that was oh an God. awesome experience. So yeah, so like I have done more after that and, you know, I had a little more experience and it's, I definitely do it all. I want to entertain in whatever capacity I can. So you mentioned North Carolina, yes. which is where I'm assuming you grew yeah, up. Yeah. Okay. And then. What happened after, did you go to school? What's, what was your, I mean, you grew up in the church, so obviously music is huge. Did you ever think of doing something else or was it always just, ah, theater all the way? No, um, I was growing up thinking I was going to go do PR or communications or something Ah, solid. No way. Oh yeah. Like I was just up until my, until my junior year of high school. And then my mother always told me I'd be the, a great lawyer and I could be the next Johnny Cochran. She was like, go do that. That'd be great. Um, <laughs> so I was like, sure, I'll go do PR and then go to law school and do it. Like I was thinking about all these other things. And then I was like, yeah, no, I sing and dance and people respond. I should go do 
entertainment. Like this is Ooh, that gave me chills. It wasn't you didn't even go to the fact that you loved it. You said people respond when I do this. I should tap into that. Because that's really huge. My mother always raised my brother and I to understand that our gifts, our gifts that we were given were not about us. They were something that we should mm-hmm. cherish and that we should give freely and that we should understand that it is something special to to have and not everyone did. So it was something I had to be like well, if that's the case, then I should really honor this and go do something with it and like reach people. Oh, God, you're wise. <laughs> that's wise. <laughs> I think no, people I mean, who I... grow up with some kind of like that spiritual upbringing can really tap into that much easier. Um, what you were put here to do. Yeah, it definitely was that that thing, that understanding that like I, I I wouldn't be fulfilled as a human being if I didn't use what I was given, because otherwise mm-hmm. it, it'll be taken mm-hmm. from me that I won't have it anymore. And it's definitely something that not everyone possesses. And so I, I'm learning even more and more every day, even now in my career, that my voice matters and that I have to use it boldly in my everyday life um my existence is a statement and so i have to honor that Ooh, yes yes it shows in your performances how um how how gracefully you are able to do that frankly how there's no ego when you are on stage you are giving the gift of the story being told and you leave yourself at the door you are there to tell the story. I, listen, that's that literally. That's the first lyrics of Land of Lola. Leave expectations at the door, honey. Leave them. And that lets us as an audience relax into your performance because we feel safe. Yeah. A, a lot of things I see these days, people are like, oh, did you love that? Did you love that? And I'm like, well, I wasn't affected by it. It was nice. I was entertained. But yeah. There are definitely moments where I want people to like, I I was taught to leave a part of yourself on the stage, whatever you do, like, you know, bear your soul a little bit, be Mm -hmm. be vulnerable, be naked. Um, And Kinky Boots definitely let me do that. The show was a lot of therapy because it was so close to home. I got to get a lot of mess out. There were moments where I would be ending Not My Father's Son or Hold Me In Your Heart and fully have to stop the show because I'm just like having a breakdown moment. Of, of getting things out and it's like okay great give me a moment to breathe and then we can move on i mean just giving yourself so completely it is it's it's truly magic to watch um when you get to do your thing i read an article jay that your dad is a huge fan of kinky boots yes. <laughs> and can't get enough and i love that as like a pastor from North Carolina. I love that story. Oh, I just love it so much. Yeah, he, you can't shut him up now. Like he is showing <laughs> pictures of me and my kinky boots to the deacons at church. And he just like, he can't, he understands so much more his son. He That's understands great. me as a, as a human being. Um, and the show again was a mirror for us and it really helped us work through a lot of things. Aww. It's so Beautiful. But enough about me. Let's talk about you. What do you think of me? <laughs> Can I ask you one of our questions that we ask all of our guests? Oh, please do. 
the first one I'm going to ask you is what was your first impression of each of us when we first met? Uh, I can say for both of you, <laughs> it's like personality, 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 lacking none. Um, and just like warm spirits, like just welcoming people that you can just be yourself around. And it's like, it's like, hey, fam, how you doing? Hey, girl. <laughs> yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. <laughs> I think I I officially met you at uh, our friend Natalie's apartment yeah. one night, um, and I immediately took to you. I was like, oh, my God, he's a star, and he's cool, yeah. and he's, like, really chill and cool. Yeah, we had a great time that night. Yeah, for sure. And I think the last time I saw you was also with Natalie doing her music video, just dancing in the street. Ah! Yes, yes, just a casual afternoon. Get into it, queen. Get into it, queen. Thank you. Oh my God, yes, 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 yes. And you showed up ready to work. Listen. You, I don't want to know what time you woke up that morning <laughs> for Natalie's music video. You were up before Natalie, guaranteed. Listen, as a queen does, if you, if I'm going to show up, I feel like, and this is in everything in life, I try to, if someone asks me to show up, I'm going to show up. I'm going to take that opportunity to live a fantasy, feel a dream, you know? Like, yes, people don't do that. I, I don't feel as often as they could. People don't take moments mm-hmm. to really lean into living a fantasy. It's like, guys, we only get one life. Mm-hmm. If you've got a moment to celebrate, a moment to 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 step up, to pull up, take it because you never know. Like, please. Yeah. So I, I take that every opportunity to like, yeah. I love that you said that because I've, <laughs> I remember thinking that exact same thing when I um, invited one of our friends, Scott, to a brunch. Mm. And I was like, I was like, I had my family with me. People were in town. And I was like, God, I hope he shows up in one of his things. You know, like <laughs> yeah, he yeah, wears yeah. things, yeah. you know? And I'm like, God, I hope that he shows is. up. Just like, uh, I hope he does it, you know? And he did. And I was like, Thank you, stop! <laughs> like, thank you for just fulfilling the dream of who you are for me. Yeah, it was beautiful. I've stopped. I've stopped fighting that. <laughs> I, like the the need, the desire to be like to to diminish myself or anything. I've stopped fighting it. No. It, when I shop and I see things, I'm like, oh, that's ridiculous. I'm like, great, I need it. I just, you know, good. Just yeah, go on. We're post. Yes. This is a post jeans and t-shirt world, oh, man. Please. <laughs> I hope we all come out of this quarantine with uh, more of that attitude, more of this, listen, who knows when I'm going to be shut inside again. Uh Let's go big or go home and get rid of these bullshit judgments that we have slowly built up uh, as social media has only become bigger and bigger. And let's live in the moment again. Let's live for real. And uh, let's all be crystal unapologetically. demure. Okay. Let's all be a little <laughs> crystal demure. At crystal demure on Instagram, everyone. Well, I'm about to delete that page only. And this is the only reason I had separate pages to begin with. My family did not know before booking Kinky Boost that I was a drag queen. And so I kept <sighs> everything separate and I just did my best to make sure they never knew about any of it. And then I booked Kinky Boots, and my dad mm-hmm. joked one day, I was like, oh, you get paid to imitate drag queens. Ha <laughs> that's funny. Just don't bring any wigs home. 
And I was like, uh, oh. we need to chat, sir. We need to chat. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh my God. Okay, so that's like, a, it reminds you of um, a, a hidden secret. Yeah, and now now there's no, no yeah, there's no need for me to have separate pages now because it's all out in the open and my family understands that drag is a part of my ministry. It's how I affect people. <gasps> it's how I reach people. It's something that I've had to have conversations with my dad to be like, you're not going to make me diminish or apologize for what makes me special. Drag is something that it is, and I say it so fervently that it's a part of my ministry. It is my platform of how I reach people and show people God's love through drag. I I fully understand that, and I've never heard anyone say that about drag before. And I'm like, you know who are on the front lines? Drag queens, okay? So... Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I've I've had people come and pour their hearts out to me in drag. And and unbeknownst, I'm like, I'm not asking for a moment. It's not like a moment of like, oh, souls come in. It's just like people are drawn yeah. and they just feel comfortable and they, re- they relate and they just pour themselves out and they seek comfort. And I'm like, okay, great. I've got to pull up in this moment and be available. And so it's drag is definitely not something I take lightly. It's not something that's just like frivolous to me. I love that. Oh, and I it is that. because they watched you perform and they felt safe and seen and taken care of. I, I try to I try to create safe spaces. Um, you know, mm-hmm. where I where I exist, I hope that I create space for people to feel comfortable to relate, to be able to share, to be able to um, be themselves because that's what I aim to do. So I hope to share that energy. I, I read something somewhere where um, Jerry Mitchell said Lola leads with her smile, uh-huh. and it's not it's not a cold uh, version of drag, you know, which is very fierce and cold. Um, it's it's uh, welcoming and it's joyful, and I think that you are you are that in person IRL, <laughs> and you are also that when you are performing, honey, and you are just amazing. I love you so much. Thank you. Yeah, that's definitely one of the notes he gave us that I always carried with such intention. It was, it it stuck with me that it was like, yeah, she's not a, she is a fierce queen, but she also leads with love and with that smile to invite you, to make you know that I'm just another human being like you. I've got feelings and all that jazz. Hi-ho! Hi-ho! Second question we ask everybody. There are seven very well-known dwarfs in history. Oh. If you were the eighth dwarf, what would your name be? Oh. Um. Which is also hilarious because you're so tall. <laughs> <laughs> and I forget how tall. How tall are you? I'm 6'4". Um, and I forget how tall I am all the time. Because you're like, in heels or in flats? <laughs> Just in flats, I forget how tall I am. <laughs> my size and depth perception is completely off. So I would almost want to say that my dwarf name would be um, the demure dwarf, but like a play, you know? like Totally. It's like the biggest dwarf there is, but like she's very demure. And I feel like... <laughs> That's what people say what about the biggest dwarf there is. <laughs> you just play it really 
demure. I do. You play it very. And, and it's it's I, what I, people I say it. to me, like when they meet me in drag, and they're like, "What's your name?" And I say, "Crystal Demure." And they're like, "Ha! Ah, there's nothing demure about that face." <laughs> nothing demure about that dwarf. Okay. Listen, time flies when you're having fun. Oh. Uh, we reached that point in our interview. It makes me sad. But you know that uh, first, we want you to um, be able to a promote anything digital you may have coming up, but also uh, let people know where they can find you online so that as the world reopens, they can come see you and Mrs. Doubtfire. God, and look at all your looks that you're putting out. Listen, ah. And I hope to keep putting out some more looks and content and things for people to <laughs> find a little love and a little light and a little positive energy and learn something. Um, and you can follow all of that at J Harrison G um, on every platform. I'm, trying to get better about social media. I have a weird relationship. I'm just like such an old man. I'm like, ugh. But. I, I agree. And we'll talk about that another time. Uh, but I hear you and I see you. Thank you. Thank you, friend. Thank you. Uh, I just adore you. And I thank you for taking part of your Friday night to chat with Dana and I about uh you know, just what it's like to be a human being in 2020 and uh, to kind of feel like we had a night at the theater for a second. Thank you for having me. Such a joy to chat it's to you all. nice. There's um, definitely going to be a part two. Don't think you're getting away, Scott. Clay. Great. I look forward to it. <laughs> yeah, just you wait when we can gather. Oh, we'll be gathering. Oh, yes. Gather together. So until next time, bye. 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 <laughs> in the room with Stephen and Dana is produced by Stephen Farizee and Dana Craig. Special thanks to Joel Wagoner for tinkling the ivories on our theme song. Hit him up at joelwagoner.com. We apologize and you're welcome. We'd also like to thank Jesse Weiner, W-I-E-N-E-R, for our jazzy original music sprinkled throughout each episode. You can find him at jessieweiner.com. Last but certainly not least, we'd like to thank Kevin Thomas Garcia for taking all of our ridiculous photos. You can find him online at ktgnyc.com. We are all over the internet on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at In The Room Pod. Follow us, like us, share us, pimp us out. And don't forget to subscribe to In The Room Podcast. We everywhere, so subscribe. And thank you so much for listening. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.